Hi, it's your host, Dr. Chelsea. Welcome to this episode about accountability. For this one, I want you to imagine you're in rehearsal with your dancers. Today's the day you start learning your new competition routine. You hear that music for the first time. Everyone is instantly eager to get started and buzzing with excitement. This is your year. This routine is gonna be the best one yet. Practice starts off wonderfully. Everybody is working hard and excited, but about an hour or so in, things start to change. One dancer who starts off in the back row for that first formation is in a funk now and isn't dancing full out anymore. There's another group on the side that's so excited about something coming up later that they can't stop talking and focus on your new choreography. Maybe you even tell the dancers about a plan you have for this amazing new trick or this great visual that's coming up and it's going to be the thing that sets you apart. And at first everyone's excited and ready to put in the work to make it happen. But when it comes time to actually doing the work to pull that off, you don't see the same effort. Will that drive be there in two weeks or two months when it's time to really work hard? How do you keep dancers accountable for that commitment that they've made to you? And What happens when they start to make poor choices that hurt themselves and everyone else that they dance with? Really, it comes down to why don't some dancers take accountability? Well, let's talk about it. Welcome to the Passion for Dance podcast. I'm Dr. Chelsea, a former professional dancer and dance team coach turned sports psychologist. This podcast focuses on four main pillars, motivation, resilience, mindset, and community. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips to teach your dancers more than good technique. This is a podcast where we can all make a lasting impact and share our passion for dance. Let's do this. If you've ever experienced a rehearsal like this, or you worry that your dancers may not be able to live up to their goals this year, your team or even your individual dancers might be lacking accountability. Accountability is when you do what you say you're going to do to the best of your ability. Accountability doesn't mean perfect or without mistakes. Everyone, including the adults in the room, make mistakes. But the point of accountability is if you promised you'd do something, you follow through and do it. It's more than being accountable to the coach or the teacher too. We don't want a group of dancers who only do what they're told when someone's watching. Right? You've been that teacher before, you know they're not going full out at the bar behind you. We want the group of dancers to do the right thing even when no one sees them. We want to have that group of dancers where everyone is accountable for themselves and accountable to each other. For example, if your dancers promised each other they would get in two yoga classes during spring break, then being accountable means they get that done even if no one is checking on them. If your dancers said they would complete every station of a cardio warm-up, then they complete it to the best of their ability. They're pushing themselves even if the teacher's back is turned. The second piece of accountability is taking responsibility for your actions. So even if you do what you say you're gonna do and you try, but you fall short sometimes, you don't quite get it done, you make a mistake or you forget, It means never making excuses. You're not blaming others or complaining. You take ownership of your own actions and make sure you do the work, no matter who can see you. Don't we all want those dancers who do what they say they're going to do and then take responsibility for their actions? 
it, it might seem a little even fanciful and unrealistic right now. I think we've seen this shift. Many people who've been teaching for a long time feel like accountability is going down. And if that's you and you feel like you're seeing this shift, stick with me because I think we can help our dancers learn to be more accountable. So first step though, is to know, how do you know if your group of dancers is not being accountable or what are some red flags to look for? How do you know there's a problem in the team or your studio culture? Well, when different dancers go by different rules and get away with different things, that's one big red flag indicating a lack of accountability. Think about your own team or your company. What happens when someone is late to rehearsal or forgets to bring the right shoes? Or thinking back to those important choreography practices, What happens when someone misses practice and shows up lost when now you're trying to move on in the new choreography? Is it the same consequence for everyone? How do the other dancers react when a teammate falls short of their responsibility? And be real with yourself here. Do the most talented dancers get a little slack because no one is willing to approach them about poor behavior? Or do younger dancers get away with things because they're new or they're little or they need time to learn the rules? If different dancers play by different rules or the rest of the team treats them differently based on their role, their age, or their talent, then that group of dancers lacks accountability. If you think there's an accountability issue with your group, either as a whole or with a few individuals, how do you increase that accountability? Well, in order to be accountable to your teammates and your teachers, two things have to happen. You have to know your role in this group and then reflect on how well you're meeting those expectations. Every dancer has to know his or her role on the team and be committed to doing their best effort every day, even if no one is watching. But it's hard to be committed to something if you're not exactly sure of what that means. I think there's often this disconnect for coaches and teachers where we think we know exactly what they're supposed to be doing, but the dancer may not be perfectly clear about what that role is. And the best way to be accountable once you know your role is to have that honest self-critique of your efforts and your performance. Mentally tough athletes are able to be self-critical in the name of development and growth. It's not about beating yourself up or being negative. It's about taking real stock in what happened and what you've done today and if there's room for growth. So without being negative or demeaning to yourself or anyone else, Dancers should try to have that continued honest assessment of your own effort in practice and the performance floor. And I'll say this goes for coaches and teachers and leaders too. In order to help with those honest self-reflections, the first key is that you have to know the role in your team, your job and role in your company. Some roles are formal, like a captain if you're in a school setting, but for the most part, our roles are more understood than clearly defined especially in a studio setting where we often don't have labels for different roles. But think about your dancers. Everyone sort of fits a piece of the puzzle in your group. For example, some most teams have a team clown. They have someone who keeps things light and fun. Maybe you have a taskmaster, the person who keeps you focused when the silliness is going on too long. Or maybe you have that team mom or a confidant that everyone can go to. And for some dancers, the role is simply to be a hardworking dancer. 
doing your part on the team is just showing up and doing the work. Maybe the younger dancers or newer to the company don't have any extra additional roles in the group, but their important role is to show up and work hard. For me in my studio, I was the team mom. I was the one who had everything in my bag you could ever need. I knew the schedule. I could always answer your questions. I even packed all the snacks. That was my informal role. But I knew it was what the other dancers in my studio needed from me. And it may seem silly, but I know they were counting on me to have what they needed in my bag when we were backstage at competition. And I took that seriously. And of course, it was also my role to work hard and give my best to to the rest of the dancers. So being a hardworking team mom was my job. Once you understand what your role is in your group, you can also reflect on your efforts. Are you living up to those expectations? Here's how I would explain it to my dancers. Remember that competition choreography practice we were talking about earlier? After that practice where things start to go a little astray, motivation's dropping, people are losing focus, we're not getting our work done, it's time for some reflection. After an honest self-critique, you can give yourself a score of one to 10 on your efforts and how well you lived up to your role today. You might give yourself a one if you think, I was so disappointed in the formation and in a bad mood, so my effort was terrible today. When we had to do a hard skill, I kept marking because I know I can't do it as well as everyone else. On the other hand, you might give yourself a 10 if you think I never lost focus or gave anything less than 100% the whole time. I even got better at that one section throughout practice. The idea is to have an honest reflection of how rehearsals really went today. Did you live up to your expectations of yourself and what you've committed to your team? There's two pieces to this, right? It's living up to your role and also how well did you do as a team member today? If your role is to be a leader, how well did you execute that role today? Were you speaking positively to your teammates? Did you arrive on time and prepared? When a teammate asked for help with the choreography during a break, how did you handle it? Were you clear and concise and listening to your teammates' needs? Or were you going too fast and flustered or cranky? Here's another example of an honest self-critique after practice. Today, my scores were a seven and a nine. I was a little overly excited in the beginning, took me a while to get focused, so I contributed to the extra chatter in the room, but I quickly got it under control. Then when I was asked to help clarify some new choreography, I tried to smile, go slow, and encourage my teammate so she would get it. I probably went a little too fast though because I really wanted to join everyone else in that water break, but for my own skills, I think I did really well today. Even when we had a new trick, I kept trying every time we ran the routine. Even if I fell or got lost, I kept trying. That may sound like a lot, right? Where we're scoring and reflecting on the individual dancer in their role, showing up and doing their job, putting in the effort and putting in the work, and then how well did they show up for the team or the other dancers in the room? And to my dance educators who are listening, the powerful part of this tool is that once your dancers complete that self-critique, they can then look to the future to see how they can improve. Next time, I'm going to be a better role model for immediate focus when we are learning new choreography. Then that goal is in their mind and they have a much better chance of actually growing and developing during the next practice. Think of the advancement and skills or team accomplishments you would see this year if everyone was accountable all season. If everyone 
in your group knows their job, understands their role, and does it to the best of their ability, I, wow, I promise it's a game changer. So here's my actionable tip for you today. If you really want to be accountable this season, then dancers, leaders, teachers, everyone, score yourself weekly and write it down in an accountability journal. You don't have to share your scores as long as you are honest with yourself and truly self-critical in the spirit of growth and development, it'll be an influential tool. You also don't have to do it every week, but use it if you feel your accountability slipping. If things are not going the way you think they should and you're starting to feel motivation drop or accountability's not there anymore, take the time to rate yourself, notice what's going on and set goals so you can see your weaknesses and you can come back on track quickly. So a question I often get when I talk to dance teachers about this is what if the accountability is unbalanced? Some of my dancers are great, others not so much. If you feel like levels of accountability are different, some dancers are really accountable for themselves, others complain a lot or blame other people for their shortcomings, consider implementing this accountability journal as a whole group and make it a team effort. Usually when accountability levels are different, it's pretty obvious to everyone, not just you. And it's usually really frustrating for those athletes who are more responsible for themselves. Using this rating tool and checking in with the whole team sharing how your reflections are going, it increases transparency so everyone knows how hard everyone else believes they are working. And if a teammate is slipping, hearing her admit it and commit to growth the next week can immediately squash disappointment and frustration in her teammates. One more time, think back to that imaginary first practice when you introduce the new choreography. But this time, everyone on the team is accountable for themselves. They take responsibility for their actions. They do everything to the best of their ability. That day would probably look really different. And it would really look different a month or so down the line when things are really getting intense. But this time, everyone knows his role and makes sure to give 100% at every practice. You would never have to ask anyone to work harder. That sounds amazing, right? Can you imagine that as a teacher for a moment where you didn't have to tell everyone to go full out or you don't have to tell everyone to work harder. I know that may seem crazy, but it really is possible if your whole team is accountable. And that comes with an understanding of their role and the ability to self-reflect. So it's up to you as the leaders. Remember, you are a member of your team or your company too, and you are just as accountable to the team as everyone else. Whatever expectations you establish for your dancers, They should be the same for everyone. And that example starts with you as the leader. If you make a mistake, own it, apologize, correct it, and move forward. The most powerful leadership tool you have is your own personal example. I hope this inspires you this week and that you take a minute to talk to your dancers about accountability. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how it goes. You can send me an email or direct message on Instagram. Share with me what this accountability conversation looks like. And if your dancers are able to have that honest self-reflection and see the growth that comes with it. As always, thank you for listening and keep sharing your passion for dance with the world.